have all you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Silence. That's right. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Dork Trek. Hello and welcome. We are dispensing with the pleasantries early this time. There will be no chit-chat before the show. We are getting right into it. Right into it. Yeah. Introduce yourselves to the listening audience, everybody. Even though they should know you, this is like the 312th episode. But maybe this is their first episode, so we got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm you? Jenny. Hi. Hello, Jenny. Jenny, you've been here since the very beginning. Yeah. You Blood are punishment. You're an OG dork tracker. <laughs> I mean, Jenny, you can leave at any time is what I'm saying. I mean, no one. <laughs> oh, fine. Fuck you fulfilled the terms of your contract. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's putting a gun to your head, Jenny Zeller, right? This is something that you choose to do, strangely enough. Yeah, even though I'm sleepy, That's I'm okay. here. Yeah, I feel kind of shitty, too. I wanted to cancel, but I felt like we canceled an episode this month already, and I felt kind of crappy, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. So we're just going to do it. We're going to power through. We're going to be professionals. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. And the other person who is joining us today is the crowd's favorite. Everybody loves him. Men want to be him. Women want to be with him. Hey, some men want to be with me. It's true. I do. I mean, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, Bla- Dennis Black and Asian. Oh, hello. Hello, Dennis. Um, so, yeah, man. So, this episode is... I hate fucking those goddamn bugs. They gross me out. Um, that's. I didn't watch the same episode as you. No, that's <laughs> just... There's a bug on my curtain. And, like, it's just those little bugs that I particularly don't like they're gross i don't know if i can can you see them on the camera yeah I think I, it's just no. a bug it's just a bug that i hate and this one's kind of small so i'm not bug no it's a crawling bug with many legs and big antennas it's pretty fast um it's not very big so i didn't kill it even that's probably a mistake and now i can't find it now it will grow and it will kill me one day yes which sounds like a real fucking bummer. Remember your mercy and not repay it. Yeah, that's probably what'll happen too. It'll be like, you, you had your chance to kill me, old man. You didn't take it. And that's what you get. That's why I'm going to eat your fucking face off. Uh-huh. And that's how Starship Troopers began. I don't remember much of that movie. They're fighting giant bugs. Yeah, but isn't it, doesn't it have like weird anti-fascism like overtones or... Something like that. Uh, we had to read that in philosophy class. Okay. How'd that work out for you? Primarily because of the um, Nazi theme, the themes of citizenship ah. and how to become a citizen, you had to serve in the military. Okay. In this, you know, fictional you know, world that they lived in. Okay. But aren't you, if you're a citizen of Israel, don't you have to be in the military as well? Uh-huh. Isn't that... Like, well, isn't that a, a thing? A lot of countries are like that. Israel, Turkey. South Korea. South Korea. But there's ways to get out of it. Well, if you're a professional soccer yeah. player, you can get out of it. Yeah, and like students can get out of it. You yeah. There's a lot of ways to not have to do it. Bone Spurs is one of them. That's true, Jenny. That's the universal way to get out of anything. You'd be like, man, if your wife is all like, hey, we got to go to a friend's dinner party tonight. And I know 
you know, really, we got it. It's going to be a long time. It's formal. But like, oh, my bone spurs are acting up. Then you can just get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, San Antonio bone spurs. Yep. If your if your old lady's like some hot guy's gonna come over tonight and fuck me, and you gotta watch. Like I can't. My bone spurs are acting up. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to do that. Bone spurs. Bone spurs. <laughs> gotta spur my bing, my bing bong, my ding dong. So, but yeah, this episode is um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. a nice little like a uh, like a breather after the last couple episodes a palate yeah. cleanser it is yeah. it is somewhat of a palate cleanser but it still has its own ramifications and repercussions for the rest of the series and i think it asks some interesting ethical questions and, and morality questions here i mean we're all parents in different stages of our children's i guess lives and development jenny's got a, uh-huh. a, an adult daughter at this point dennis has younger children than i do and I think this episode kind of taps into some of that. And it's very prevalent and, and I guess, poignant considering the uh, current climate of, you know, rich and powerful parents getting their kids into sweet universities for awesome opportunities. I thought about that today. I was like, that's so odd that we're reviewing this episode when there's that big controversy about rich people getting their kids into fancy schools. Uh-huh. Couldn't have happened at a better time to watch this episode. And another thing I like about it is it has Babu. From Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yes, Thank Babu you. from Seinfeld. Yes, Babu from Seinfeld. I could not remember his name. All I could remember is. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Very, very bad man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a professor of, uh, like, I want to say, what is, I just looked it up before we started talking. He is a anthropology PhD uh, from the University of Texas. Now, is that the? Am I looking that's, at the wrong that's one? That's not a real career. That's hold on. I think I'm looking at the wrong person. That's the. That's okay. like an art history degree. That's <laughs> worthless. Um. Here we go. Rom later. Uh. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amsha Brazier. That's his. Is that his mom? Ashama. Amsha. Amsha. A. M S H A Brazier. Was that his mama? No, that's yeah. I guess his mama was. Uh, she has. Uh, she graduated from American University in Cairo with a BA in political science. She done all kinds of great stuff. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize this. Uh, the guy who plays uh, Bashir's dad. Mm-hmm. His name is Brian George. First of all, which I never would have guessed. Me neither. Um, Number one, anytime somebody has two first names, that ain't his real name. It's yeah, that can't <laughs> be two. He's Israeli. Ah, he was what? like uh, Indian or Pakistani or something, just because that's, that's what he's played. Yep. Hey, man, it's getting paid. And he was in the Killing Joke. He played Alfred in the in the animated movie. Oh, wow, he's he's got a lot of he's got a lot of voiceover works. He played Gorilla Grodd, who's one of my favorite uh, DC villains mm-hmm. on the TV show. Oh, that was a good. Uh, that was a good movie too. Batman, Superman, Public Enemies. He yeah, was a Gorilla Grodd. Okay. He was also the mayor in Justice League Doom. Uh, he was in Hotel Transylvania. Uh, he played Doctor Hugo Strange in Batman Strange Days. And he had a, uh, an exclusive DC animated contract. I see that. that. And then on the Batman the animated series, he played the Jizz Man. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz. It's, it's, it's just jazz. 
He was a UN secretary on Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. You know what? I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I bet it ain't good anymore. Probably not. I wonder how that movie's I wonder how that movie's aged is what I'm saying. Kids would probably like it just because it's goofy and silly. You think so? That because that movie doesn't seem like it's gonna age well. The first one, maybe after that. Probably not. Well, anything that relies that much on pop culture references yeah. is going to age out at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely will. And I think that's why Star Trek is cool because they really don't do a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. Even though some of the new episodes kind of do, like the Discovery episodes, they kind of they lean into some of it a little bit. Like um, the music and stuff that they listen to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Austin Powers. I haven't seen Austin. Pa- it's never, I never go like, man, I really want to watch Austin Powers. Like I'd never no. say that. At this point, it's just good for like memes. Gifs. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Seth Green, he got real famous. Yeah. That. Is that what he got famous from? I don't know. I don't know. Was he, for that. he was in, uh, I don't know what Seth Green hardly famous. wait. He was on Buff. Wasn't he on Buffy? Uh, wasn't he on Kissing Can't Hardly Wait after this? I'm looking at his filmology now. Can't Hardly Wait was um, around the same time. Can't Hardly Wait was 1988 or 1998. Austin Powers was 97. I just remember him going, 92%? Yeah. Can't Hardly Wait was a good movie, and I like the fact that they didn't redo the replacement song. They kept it as is. I thought that was cool. And he was on it. He was. Uh, he was one of the kids. That's right. Was he? Mm-hmm. He was um, uh, Richie. Young Richie Tazilier. Tozilier. <laughs> Tazilier. And then he's on Family Guy. Which that's where he'd be probably making all that money. All that money's Jack. Yeah. He was on Entourage. That show doesn't age well. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's crappy. He was on Heroes for two episodes. That show doesn't age well. <laughs> yeah, that show didn't do like that first season came out of the box swinging. They were they did a really good job, but yeah, that kind of they got me like the first three seasons. Like I'd always ended disappointingly. But the first couple episodes were like, ooh, they might have mm-hmm. got me this time. And then it's like, oh, they got me again. God damn it. That first season was really good, though. Like, it was – that first season of Heroes was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I think I think you could go back and watch that and still be into it. But then, like, I think that shit ending, just fell like, off fast. Like, the ending was just kind of – Yeah, that last episode was kind of – because they didn't show any of the cool fights. Like, it just kind of, like, ended. Yeah. I will say, though, anytime I watch Chopped, like, when they go into commercials on Chopped, they have, like, this ticking clock sound. You know, <laughs> like a Siler. Yeah. <laughs> Siler was cool, man. He was a good villain. He was taking all they, he was taking all they brains. Yeah. Evil Spock. Yeah, Evil Spock. Sila. Hello, Sila. I'm evil Spock Sila. But yeah, this this episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine is called Dr. Bashir, I presume. Um, I guess stupid uh, Robert Picardo shows up as Dr. Lewis Zimmerman, and they want to update the stupid hologram. Um, I can tell you're so impressed by this. Uh, <laughs> 
plot. No, no, no. He's just mad because it's like reminding him that Voyager's coming up. Yes, that's exactly what it is, Jenny. I'm like, man, they're just trying any way to get people to watch fucking Voyager. Mm-hmm. Um, so this fucking nerd shows up and he's the the fucking Dr. Brugier. He's trying to use this Dr. Brugier's uh, physical and personality likenesses as a template for the long-term medical hologram as opposed to the one that has on Voyager, which sucks and be singing all the time and annoying the fuck out of me. God, that guy's annoying as shit. But it's weird that they're going to use Dr. Brugier because he's a sex pervert. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why they chose him. You know? You get like a two for one special. You get like a sex hologram and a doctor all in one. Well, I guess, I guess the question is, would you rather be sexually harassed or sung at? Sexually <laughs> harassed. Like, for doing that. And like some asshole just singing musicals at you the whole time. Well, if he's good looking, you know, and he gets this okay. Well, Robert Picardo is not a, an attractive man. I wasn't talking about the singing. Oh, okay. You're talking about the sexual harassment. Yeah. Now, who's more handsome, Dr. Brigier or Dr. Zimmerman? Oh, come on. That's not even a contest. Brigier? Yeah. yeah. Unless you're into bald guys. All right. I find, you know what? I find Brigier uh, strangely attractive. He's got, a, he's got a confidence about him, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got like a... A zest for life, if you will. Yes. I think for, a- for the actor, Alexander Siddig, like, this is his least attractive role that I've seen him play. Like, he's usually a striking man. <laughs> well maybe he's aged better because he when he first started he was very he skinny facial hair and then yeah. it helps out his look a little bit like he was in uh syriana and he was in um 24 he was in 24 yeah hmm, interesting. i don't remember him in that briefly he got killed <laughs> oh, yeah yeah interesting and of course game of thrones like we mentioned before everybody died on that show though <clears throat> true Dr. Julian Brigia, Alexander Sadig. Hey, he's a nice looking guy. He's 53, which is weird to think about because I just picture him as a young ass man. Uh, he was in a movie called Submergence, which is about sticking his penis in things because uh, he submerges his penis and stuff. He played Aristotle. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. He played uh, Raza Ghoul in Gotham. Hmm. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. And he was in Peaky. Yeah, that show sucks. I've heard that show sucks. <laughs> you, know, you said that last week that that show sucks. Yeah. And he's in um, Peaky Blinders. I heard people be loving that show. I started watching it, but my wife wasn't into it, so we abandoned it. Yeah, that's how we were with Daredevil. Like, Stephanie was like, this is dumb. And I was like, all right, cool, we're out. Really? She I wasn't like Daredevil. In- she is, she's afraid to lose her sight. That's like her big fear in life. Is mm. blind. But what if it gives her radar vision? Yeah, but she still can't take fucking photos that way, Des. <laughs> like, she can take radar photos. Radar love. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so yeah, so this fucking weirdo shows up and he's trying to like figure out what Julian's all about. And then the first thing Julian's like, yeah, don't talk to my parents. <laughs> like, that's the first thing he says. Like, whatever you do don't talk about it. which i'm sure like at that point he's like okay immediately call his parents well, that's like telling somebody hey don't think about elephants and then all of a sudden of course you're thinking about elephants i right? just did i just did that uh-huh. Dennis. as soon as you yeah. said it i was like i like elephants they've, they've got weird fur and funny tails and now go, what color were the elephants you were thinking of they were gray i was thinking of okay. realistic elements okay. elephants you're not a weirdo then no i like I think I, elephants i didn't know that 
Good enough. I think hmm. I can if it's I'm a weirdo. I am really excited to see the new Dumbo movie. Yeah. I think it looks cool. I never. I, I don't think I've ever seen the original. Me neither. Oh Jesus! But I'm not really amped to see a live action version. I get emotional whenever I watch the original, so I'm did. not super amped to go see it, unless I I just need to cry. Stephanie like, said, it's "If I think about it too much, I'll probably start crying." Why is it sad? I don't understand. He fucking just, flies. You just need to watch it. You just need to watch it. Stephanie said, "It's mommy away." There's a lot mm-hmm. of them Disney films, though, like losing their moms and the the bastardization yeah. of the main character. <laughs> no, it's it's got some uh, parental uh, emotions, I guess. Put it that way. But Michael Keaton. Yeah, the Michael Keaton is a good selling point. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to see it. I just, I need to be emotionally prepared for it. That's and, all. It's, and it's Tim Burton minus Johnny Depp, which is pretty impressive that they're able to separate and work. Have they broken up? I don't think they've officially broken up. I don't know what's going on with Johnny well, Depp. I think Johnny Depp's got some bad PR right now. <laughs> yeah, but I think things are turning around for him because all that stuff that got released about his wife was beating him. Mm-hmm. I think he may have Lionel Richie syndrome. Hmm. <laughs> Because Lionel Richie's wife whipped his ass way back in the day. Now, you know, I did see the trailer for Dumbo and seeing Michael Keaton in it, I was thinking, what if he played Willy Wonka instead of Johnny Depp? Like, would oh, that, that would be really good. Movie? Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much put Michael Keaton in anything and it'd be like, yeah, uh-huh. that'd be great. I love Michael Keaton. But I'm not sure that Johnny Depp was the only problem with that movie either. Like just putting Michael Keaton in that movie, it would still have a lot of problems. So I think he would give it a weird edge, like a creepier edge, like as opposed to like a weird Michael Jackson y like yeah. strange pedophile vibe. You'd get like a this guy's fucking bonkers vibe, you know? It's supposed to be kind of weird though. Yeah, he is. Hang on, my dog's barking. Keep talking. That mean his feet hurt? <laughs> hey, when their yes. feet hurt. My dogs are barking. Podcasting is hard work. <laughs> No, but I feel like they, they like airbrushed Johnny Depp or something, or they, they did something to make him look just unnaturally smooth and like almost like a cartoon character or something. And like if they did the same thing to Michael Keaton, I think that would be kind of bizarre and scary. Yeah. I haven't really seen all of that movie. I've only, like when it's been on and I've flipped through, I watch it for like five minutes. And it's then... pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And they give him like a whole backstory. Like, his dad is a dentist, and that's why he loves candy so much, because he was never allowed to have candy as a kid. It's it's dumb. We don't need a backstory for Willy Wonka. No. We just need his no. antics. Exactly. We need his antics? What do you mean? For Willy Wonka. We don't need a backstory. No. Tim Burton movie, they had a backstory for Really? Him. Yeah, we just need his antics. But Gene, uh, Gene Wilder, I almost said Gene Hackman, which would have been a totally different movie. <laughs> Gene Wilder kind of had that, like, this guy's not all there kind of vibe, too, which I think Michael Keaton really could have brought the ruckus to. That's true. You know? That, like, wild-eyed stare. I still haven't watched 89 Batman. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow if I'm not feeling awesome. I'll just mm. watch 89 Batman. It's a good plan. It is. But anywho, um, yeah, so um, he begs, Julian begs Dr. Zimmerman not to talk to his parents, and sure as shit he does. Boom. Bada boom, bada bing, and his parents show up on the one of those notes that as he types it, he has to say what he's typing. You know? Yeah. 
get the parents, parents immediately because <laughs> I am a douche. What a way to start off a relationship. Like you're like, yeah, I just want to interview you and, you know, use you for this. It's going to be real easy, breezy, like not a problem. Oh, you don't want me to talk to your parents? Well, here they are. It's like fucking Jerry Springer. They come out, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. I said that you were son of a bitch. And they're going to just start screaming at each other. No, ain't nobody like throwing got, chairs. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. It would have been awesome if they showed up in like the space version of a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> a caravan, you know. That's right. You a motherfucker. So, and then the, the B story of this is actually pretty good too because Rom is finally going to sack up and ask out Lita, but he just doesn't do it. He keeps putting around and putting around. Whenever those Dabo D's get in his face, he just can't think. Well, I mean, she does have some tiggle bitties. Yeah. I think they made them bigger for this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. She got a push-up bra. Oh, yeah. But you can – it's obvious that they that they have a connection, that they like each other. Well, this was even back a couple episodes ago where they brought up that, like, Lita was into Rom. Yeah. So, there, look, they they – harvest every fucking plant on deep space nine no stone is unturned there there is no jeremy asher on this show or whatever his <laughs> name is we're like they mentioned someone you you are a part of my family now and you never see those motherfuckers again <laughs> like this shit is they ain't fucking around here or it won't be like with Worf and troy like all of a sudden they're just dating like there's no like meat cute or anything uh-huh. like that. rhyme nor reason yeah we're having dinner cool but you did have you did have where Worf had to ask like look is it cool if I smash that bro yeah because I mean like you know I mean I just want to make sure we're cool because like I could kill you with my bare hands I mean of course he's gonna say yes yeah because he's a sex pervert yeah I imagine Riker likes having people he knows as Eskimo brothers Mm -hmm. yeah the more the merrier yeah. And on that ship, I mean, Christ almighty, I mean, they're all Eskimo bros, except Jordy, who's just jacking off <laughs> with his fucking robot tears from his eyes for, that don't work. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Did, he, did he install, like, tear generators in his visor? I'm sure he did, right? I mean, I'm sure the visor probably self-moisturizes, and, like, if he cries, it comes out as, like, little computer chips. Like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Clink, clink, clink. Ding, ding, ding. He's got windshield wipers on them. <laughs> I gotta hit my defrost. <laughs> I'd like to think like little robot arms come out. <laughs> it's like a piece of newspaper. Yeah, totally. Yeah, squeegee. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, you have to give it a dollar or it won't stop. Because mm-hmm. Riker is Eskimo Bros with Worf, and didn't he bang um? Did he bang Crusher? Riker? When that, so. When, when the true, true? Was in, yeah, when the true was inside of him, remember? Yeah, maybe, I think. I think he may have smashed that, too. So Does that count for him or for the worm, though? I mean, it's all the same shit, right? I mean, he's attached. It's true. I it's mean, true. The, the Riker was doing the fucking, you know? <laughs> Riker was busting that nut. The troll was just along for the ride. Did the worm come out though? That like, did he interface with the worm or with Crusher? I don't think the worm came out of his peen. Like, where's the worm? 
that would really hurt, especially when it tried to go back in. Uh. <laughs> might be into that. I don't know, thrill, man. Real sounding. That that's some that's some penis destruction right there. That I don't even know if Riker geeked out. Was like, it's gonna what now? No, I'm good. <laughs> he thought he wasn't into it but until it happened. He's like, you know what? I kind of need that every time now. My pleasure is pain. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so through the episode, we find out that um, Julian and his parents do not get along. Like they just don't like each other. Like, they always fight, they always argue, they always be yelling at each other. And Julian has this secret that he doesn't want his parents to reveal. Like, they have dinner together, and he's like, look, just fucking answer the questions and don't say anything about my secret. Don't tell anybody why I like to get fisted. Well, I mean, that's not really much of a secret. Everybody knows that. I mean, especially O'Brien. I thought he meant that he uses secret uh, deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies' deodorant is weird because I've used my wife, and it doesn't like it like coats the armpit almost. Like when you try to wash it off, like it, I feel like the water and shit beads off of it. It's very hard to get off of your body. Mm-hmm. It's, it's odd. Yeah, it's very foreign to your body. Where I feel like men's deodorant is not as um, as like a construct, if you will. It's more natural feeling i use i use a gel so it just absorbs into your skin a gel yeah. what kind of deodorant do you use dennis uh gillette who the best a man can get yes huh? cool wave oh yes what about you jenny what kind of deodorant do you use uh, currently i'm using um schmitz it's like a natural deodorant schmitz malt liquor yeah <laughs> <laughs> They make deodorant and malt liquor now. Yeah, it it is malt liquor scented deodorant. Billy D. Williams does commercials for both of them. Mm -hmm. He's like, do you drink a lot but don't want to smell like a booze hound? (laughs) I mean, to be honest, all I do is just douse myself with malt liquor every day. And then nobody can smell the B.O. That's I mean, hey man, they just wonder like, what's wrong with Jenny? She really smells like like malt liquor. They're not like, she's just stinky. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather someone think I was a raging alcoholic than a stinky. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know, you'll get some pity for some raging alcoholism. Like, well, she has gone through a lot in her life. Like, mm-hmm. think about all this, all the trials and tribulations of Jenny Zell. But if you're just a stinky mabinky, then you just smell. Then you're just like, that motherfucker stinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's all part of the plan. Like, <laughs> yeah, if, I, oh, go ahead, Dennis. I don't know. I was, I was going to say that uh, I did like those Schlitz malt liquor bowl commercials when I was a kid because the bull would come out at the end, like yeah, through like, the screen. Like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, it was awesome. The 80s was a big time for people busting through walls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they had just invented that technology. You know what we should do? Have every mascot bounce through, jump through a wall. Wouldn't this send the wrong message to kids, though, because the Kool-Aid man and the malt liquor bull, but no, 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 they won't know the difference. Imagine getting that, that shit mixed up. We're supposed to be watching uh, the Schlitz commercials. But it was like whenever I watched Showtime at the Apollo, they always played it. Schlitz malt liquor bull. No one does it like the bull. <laughs> but as I was going to say before, is if you go to work and you smell like booze, you might not get fired. They may try to get you help. But if you go to work with B.O., you could get fired for being stinky. Uh-huh. People have no tolerance for stinky. They have tolerance for alcoholism. So uh-huh. I think you probably get a raise. Yeah. And some hell, like a vacation. Yeah. Jenny, look, we're going to send you to rehab. <laughs> okay. Like, word? Nice one. Yeah. 
I, I need some nice help. <laughs> I don't need none of that poor people helps, Jack. <laughs> I need some expensive help. But yeah, so uh, I guess lo and behold, the secret that Julian's parents must protect at all costs is that Julian is genetically enhanced. <gasps> what? What? I'm sorry. I googled uh, Schlitz malt liquor commercial. Uh huh. And the first <laughs> one that comes up features the platters and cool in the gang. Oh, like, that's cool. A sing off in a bar. That's awesome. I'm going to have to look this up later. I'm looking it up right now. The bulls come charging through the, the wall at the he end. He kills everybody. That's the bad part. Everybody runs out of the bar. Run! <laughs> That's which is just bad for business. I just remember the, uh, the parody of it in Johnny Dangerously. Yeah, gives- Johnny Dangerously is a great movie. Yeah. Gives Danny DeVito the, the red robe or whatever. And he's like, what is this drink? It's fantastic. It's malt liquor. And he holds up the robe and the bull just runs through, tramples everyone. It's great. I haven't seen that one. This one takes place in the Old West, which makes sense that a bull would show up in the Old West. Mm-hmm. And he just, I don't know why, but the bull, all right, this, there's like this cowboy and he's, I'm dying of thirst. And like, get him some beer. He's like, beer, I don't want beer. I want Schlitz malt liquor. And they get him Schlitz malt liquor and he's all excited. But they're already outside, which is uh, like, and then the bull runs through a window. But like, the, but he comes from the inside of a building. So that means the bull had, was inside the building and had to jump out or he ran where through the, bull the entire lived. building. Uh-huh. The bull's like, oh, fuck, they're doing this while I'm sleeping? All right, here I go. Like, he was in his office. The bull- <laughs> <laughs> doing his taxes. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. I'll be, I'll be right out, guys. I wasn't in my natural bulling position, which would be out in the field, which makes sense, especially in the Old West when there would just be bulls around. Mm-hmm. He was I gotta- like, I usually do this outside in. Can I do this inside out? I don't know. Yeah, he goes from outside in, which is weird. So that means the bull is just chilling inside somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Linda, hold my China. calls. That'd be awesome if he, if it was a china shop, because he was a bull in a china shop, and then he, he broke out. Mm-hmm. Bull in a malt liquor shop. Don't say beer, say bull. That's the commercial. Don't say beer, say bull. Give me a bull. Give me some bull, cop. What? Oh my God. Schlitz But yeah, so he's genetically enhanced. That's crazy, which is weird because still genetically enhanced, he couldn't be valedictorian at fucking Starfleet Medical. He still managed to fuck that up somehow. Maybe he did that on purpose. Mm. So they're going to recon that? No, recon? he did it so that he, you know, he was covering his tracks. Kind of like how he doesn't, he doesn't win darts on purpose. Like, well, if you always want everything, people get suspicious. All right. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, yeah, so they, that's what they tell him. They said, well, my kid was kind of dumb, and he was falling behind in school. So this is what we did. We went to some strange planet, and we we took him to Algerian, Al, Algerian Prime for Al-Gazira. DNA. Re- yes, they took him to Al Jazeera. 
for DNA re resequencing and genetic and greatly improved his intelligence and his physicality. I think it's weird that they actually found a place that had no problem doing this for him. In space. <laughs> sure. In you space. Know? For enough credits, you can pretty much get anything, I'm sure. I mean, what a risky procedure to have performed if you stop and think about it for a minute, you know, like, because it's not like people are going to be telling you, oh, yeah, I took my son to this DNA reconfiguration place, and they did a really great job. It's like you're just kind of going based on faith, and that sounds rather frightening. But I mean, like, his parents made a really compelling argument for him when they're kind of yelling at each other about it, like, you know, it was very sad to see my son falling behind at school and all this bad stuff was happening and we didn't know what to do. So we took we took it into our own hands and this is what we did. Like, as a parent, like, how far do you go for your child, you know? Mm -hmm. I would say, like, probably just under the line that would cause me to go to prison. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you say, you say that, but look at these fucking rich parents. They maybe go, I mean, they probably won't because they're white and rich, but mm -hmm. I mean, like... There's there's jail time dangling over their heads now. Like I don't think Felicity Hoffman's gonna go to jail, but I mean, like, I see. you never know. And all they did was just get their kids in the college. They didn't splice their genes or whatever. So Julian's parents love them even more. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, take that, Aunt Becky. Yeah, right. Aunt Becky can suck it. <laughs> Not trying hard enough. Yeah, you need to get yourself some new DNA for your kids. That's why your house is so full. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere you look. Nobody's going to college because they're all dummies. Everywhere you look, you're going to jail. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's an interesting question. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I guess, like, it doing any kind of genetic modification is considered illegal in future space. Yes. Because of con. Because mm -hmm. they're all like, man, well, we did it one time and something terrible happened, which is really nice that they learned that lesson that quickly. And we're like, all right, we're good. I mean, granted he did start like a world war, yeah. but I mean, well, like, yeah, but so did Hitler, and we still have Nazis today. That's what I was going to say. Like, Jenny, you beat me to the punch. It's like, I'm sorry. Like, no, but you're exactly right. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, come on. We're not, we're not even 100 years out, and, like, people are saying, like, no, the Holocaust never happened. It's, it's fine. Yeah, like, Nazis seem okay, right? Like, maybe they were all, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. So it's some fun. very fine people. Yeah, on both sides, on both sides. Like, they're saying scary shit now. So at least in the future, we kind of learn that, nah, that you know, this stuff is pretty fucked up and we probably shouldn't do it. But Julian is like, look, man, if anybody finds out, and they do find out because I guess, like, his parents go to tell him, oh, man, this is what happens. This is why we're doing it. But unfortunately, they were saying it to the fucking hologram. And uh, I guess Zimmerman was in the room, right? Uh -huh. When it happened, he was like, oh, busted. Him and, him and O'Brien were hiding behind the curtain. Yeah. They were jacking each other off, I bet. O'Brien's probably thinking, like, if they're going to modify his genes, why didn't they give him a bigger dick while they're at it? Yeah. I mean, you might, you might, might as well modify what's in them genes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Bigger. Bigger. No, bigger. 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 
bigger. I, I want it to be unreasonably big. <laughs> Frighteningly big. <laughs> I want to scare elephants. I want everyone to freak out at the size of my peen. I want it to be so big. Other people with big penises are like, wow, this penis is way too penisy. <laughs> too penisy. It's too penisy. Like the ones you see in the male enhancement commercials. Bigger though. <laughs> bigger. All right, a little bigger. All right, bigger. Getting warmer. Bigger. This is girth. <laughs> now, now we need to add some girth. Adding girthy. What's the circumference of the earth? <laughs> Double that. You ever seen like a tuna can? Yeah, something like that. But the size of a planet. Yeah, I want something like, you know, like if your penis was a planet, that's why. You I ever want. see those bulk size cans of nacho cheese you can get from Sam's Club? Yeah, like that. But a little bigger. <laughs> bigger. But still filled with cheese. Yes, fill it with cheese. <laughs> and every time I ejaculate, cheese comes out. And I want an unlimited supply of chips. I mean, yeah, because what's the point of having all this cheese if I don't have enough chips? That's stupid. You can have chips for balls. <laughs> now you're just talking crazy, Dennis. And they just regenerate. Or like chips for pubes. You just oh. grab one. Yeah, snap yeah. it off. Mm -hmm. That's just weird. <laughs> now it's weird. I think I'm just hungry. Yeah, it sounds it like you're just hungry. I just need some, some delicious cookies. I could go for some ball chips and cheese right now. Rub your dick all over the chips and cheese. <laughs> I love it. I want to eat it all. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dick cheese. Don't be the skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> Give me some dick cheese. Uh -uh. Get your dick cheese all over my ball chips. Ooh. Let's eat them all. And then while all that's happening, uh, Zimmerman, <laughs> Zimmerman is just being a real pain in the ass because now he's being a total sex pervert with Lita. And she's all like, oh, cool. This guy re recognizes me for the true big titted beast that I am. And he's, a, he's not afraid to be a real man and step up and want to fuck me. So she's going on hot dates with him and poor Nog, he's real sad. Well, he should have he stepped up. And he tries to step up, and he's like, hey, I need, I need to talk to you over here for a second. And she's all like, tell me, Nog, tell me what you got to say. I can't wait for you. I can't wait to hear it. And she's if this all came like, out now, then, you know, she would, she would probably say something, right? Yeah, I would hope so. We don't play this game anymore, this patriarchy where the guy has to tell you he likes you. Like, the woman can't, can't be the one to initiate. I would hope so. I would hope so, but you know, in this day and time, the world that we live in, it had to be the, but I mean, even in space though, like why couldn't the woman, you know, make the first move, but maybe she was shy because she was afraid Nog wouldn't like her or Rob wouldn't like her, but that just sounds stupid. She's uh -huh. a Dabo girl. Like she can always move on to the next one. True that. She wants him for some reason. And like, doesn't it? Doesn't Quark have like one tooth? That's not a weird angle. Yeah, 
Love and Quark has one scene in this episode, and it's fucking great because he's <sighs> basically talking like, so they're going to come here and they don't want to have sex and they don't want to drink and they don't want to eat. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> and I, I really enjoy that. His, his four lines were sex, food, drink. Uh-huh. Was that in this episode? Wasn't it? I thought that was the last one. Oh, that's right. It wasn't the last I one. I guess it wasn't the last he was talking one. talking to, uh, what's her name? Zial. That's right, because he's talking to, he says like, something. How do you know that the Vorta aren't alcoholic sex maniacs? He's like, yeah, I never that's thought of right. that. Yeah. But I guess he does say one thing to her. I don't know. He doesn't, yeah, he's got a small point in this episode as well. Yeah, he's basically just there to make Rom feel like shit. Yeah, he's like, come on, dummy, stop being a dummy. That's right. He's talking about, like, uh, Rom's ex-wife, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, it was just a standard contract. But then yeah, you, you fell in love like an idiot. Caught feelings. <laughs> yeah. You never catch feelings, punk. She's not being a Richard man. Stop being a punk. Stop catching feelings. And left you with Nog. Good job. It left you with knock. I wonder if he gets child support. Probably not. Uh, I mean, he's got to get something, you think. Well, probably not at this point because he's, he's 18, so he's out of the house. That's true. But I would hope before then, you know, he I would have some. doubt there's anything like child support in Ferengi culture because nobody would let that get put into a contract. Mm-hmm. Like he probably has to pay her <laughs> to take care of Nog, you know? Probably, yeah. Uh, he's taking oh. care of Nog. He has to pay her for not letting her see Nog all the time. Because <laughs> that's what Cork uh, says: is he got fucked over on his on his renewal of the mm-hmm. contract. Man, uh-huh. Nog be getting fucked over all the time, baby. Because yeah. he a dummy. He a dummy. Part so, that's what happens sometimes, though. You turn into a dummy. Book smart, not street smart. No, nah, not at all. Fool for love. He was wooking Penub in all the wrong places. <laughs> wooking Penub. Um, but yeah, so then we have... We get back to the main story here, and Julian's like, well, now that the secret's out, I'm going to get kicked out of fucking Starfleet. And he just kind of accepts his fate. Well, he tries to do the right thing and like try to get out of it somewhat gracefully by saying, you know what? How about I'll just resign so it doesn't doesn't become a big deal. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna go talk to the captain tomorrow. First thing in the morning. <laughs> yep. And before he can do that though, his dad says that it's all his fault and he did it and he's going to prison. But they, and for that, they allow Julian to keep his commission and his license, uh-huh. which is cool. Uh-huh. I, I just don't understand why the Starfleet Judge Advocate General was sentencing his dad. Like, do civilians fall under the Starfleet jurisdiction for, for crimes and stuff? I mean, probably. That's insane. Is it? You would think the Federation has its own legal system. And then Starfleet would be just for members of Starfleet. Well, maybe they just wanted to take care of this quickly. So they just did it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to go to jail in New Zealand or whatever. 
and, and maybe it's like a weird like a gray area kind of thing because this is almost like uh, like a war crime or something like oh you you did this that could lead to uh you know future space hitler they're sending him to gitmo yeah <laughs> yeah but but instead of that he's gonna end up on the hobbit tv show he's just gonna be a hobbit like all right you're going to new zealand to be a hobbit and he's like all right cool so grow some hair on your feet and get kind of short enjoy yourself and then he's got Not a bad that. life really no nah, i mean i would love to be a hobbit just smoke hey smoke every day <laughs> live in uh you know hills with round doors yeah that sounds awesome Let's be hobbits. Eat two breakfasts a day? Man, I fucking love breakfast, too. What's the downside of this prison sentence? <laughs> I'd be getting in fights all the time to extend my sentence. Well, I mean, hobbits don't really fight, though, Dennis. That's the problem. But I, I mean, know, like, I can... That would get you extended. Yeah, but I mean, like... like you haven't learned anything here. You need That's... for five more years. I haven't learned nothing. I always fuck up on the last day for some reason. One day before I get out, I have to get into a fight and get extended another couple days, another couple years. Man, this Hobbit place is great. What time second breakfast? <laughs> now, isn't like I I don't really remember that well from the Voyager um, uh, pilot, <clears throat> but isn't uh, Tom Paris? Isn't he in the um, New Zealand prison too? He went there. He's not anymore because Voyager. Yeah, he, got, he got released yeah. beyond Voyager, but I yeah, think he, that's where he was in. That, that's where he was uh, incarcerated. Yeah, he was in New Zealand prison. He's a real punk. That Tom Parrish, or whatever his name is, he can suck it. Keep thinking you're going to say Tom Petty. Tom Petty. I like Tom Petty. God rest. Running down a dream. <laughs> Going wherever it leads, working on a mystery. Ron wants a double D's. <laughs> so, but yeah, this is a good. Uh, this is a good episode. Yeah, and as soon as uh, you know, Lita breaks up with Zimmerman because she's she's literally about to leave the station. Rom comes up and finally says, "I love you." Wait. Yeah. Which is cute. It's a cute little moment. Yeah. I think that was the only part I didn't like. Maybe just because I'm a bitter old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, they barely know each other. And they're like, I love you. I love you too. Oh. That's just, just Jenny. Let's not sub. I think in this instance, they're substituting the word love with fuck. Okay. Like, I just think they want to fuck, and then maybe they'll fall. I fuck you too. And then they're just gonna <laughs> fall in love later. But I think they just want to smash. That makes sense. But they can't say that in 1997, mm-hmm. especially on Star Trek. They just can't be like, "Man, I really want to smash." Like, yeah, let's do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they have to make forward. Yeah, they have to make exactly. So they have to make it more than it is. Let's go to Smoosh Space Nine. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm going to give you nine inches of smush base. (laughs) Deep smush nine, two minutes later. Yeah, you sold me on it. I just gave it an extra point just for that. Smush base nine. (laughs) And they just changed the number based on the size of the penis that's being smushed. So if if it's miles, it's like smush space four. Four centimeters. Yeah. 
Not the small beef. Micro. <laughs> Do you think he has a micro peen? I don't know. Maybe next time we go to a Star Trek convention, we can ask him. Be like, hey, uh-huh. did Miles O'Brien have a micro peen? <laughs> we're going to get thrown out. It's going to be amazing. Well, no, we're not going to say about the actor, about the oh, character. I'm sure. I'm sure he's back in. Yeah, Colin Meany's probably got a huge dome. Yeah. He's probably willing to show. Be like, oh, That's I'll show you. makes him such a great actor. Yeah, because he's, he's always willing to. Micro penis. Doesn't he always do yeah, Because he's acting like he's got a small ding dong, and that's why he's a coward. Like in, uh, um, oh, what's that stupid movie? Uh, Con Air. Huge he's, penis he's, in that one. He's the guy with a small penis. Why he's is got he? The, he's got the convertible, and you know he's just kind of got that attitude, like he's overcompensating for. Something. He's in Con Air. Yeah. Huh. He's the uh, FBI agent. Federal Marshal? I can't remember. No, I haven't seen Con Air in quite some time. Me yeah. neither. Yeah, me either. But I just remember he's in it. I wonder if that holds up. Probably not. Do you think all those movies just suck now? I bet The Rock is probably pretty good. Mm. No, you think? Face Off. I mean, Face Off is great anytime, any place. It's not even good in its time. Shut up, Dennis. <laughs> You're wrong. You know what I've never seen that I've been wanting to see recently is uh, RoboCop. I've never seen RoboCop. The first one's really good. Well, yeah, I mean, I, that one's a good question if it holds up or not. I'll, I'll let you know. With the um, the the advanced robot, like the uh, claymation or whatever they use to animate it, is yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, wait. like it's—I mean, I mean, like the idea of RoboCop is pretty neat. Your move, yeah. creep. <laughs> like, I mean, RoboCop's a cool movie. There was I a thing on Twitter today that was like, uh, if you could put RoboCop in any movie. I saw that. Yeah, I couldn't even think of it. I, the first thing I thought of was Bill and Ted. Just, <laughs> just go in there and fuck everybody up. I'm excited for Bill and Ted Three. There, they announced yeah. they're shooting it, so that'll be fun. But I like. Were they in Cincinnati? Oh. I saw there was this video. They were standing in front of like the Justice League headquarters. No, that's the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, does oh it looks like yeah, like yeah, yeah. They were if they were in Cincinnati, I'd have found out and been wherever they were and been like party on Wayne, party on Garth. Oh, wrong dudes, and then I (laughs) left. (laughs) Oh shit. I ruined everything. God damn it. And I would just leave swearing. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't believe I messed it up. This is my chance to impress you guys. And I totally blew it like a dummy. Airheads is my favorite movie. Oh, no. Oh, I did it again. Why do I keep doing this? I'm just, I'm so nervous to talk to you guys. <laughs> the Matrix is terrible. Fuck, man. What do I keep? So what do you say, Jenny? What do you give this episode on a scale of one being the lowest and nine being the highest? Uh, that's a tough question. Um, you know, it was. I mean, you know, it's coming. I ask. We ask every week. We do. This I know, week. but I, I can't. I can't. You put me on the spot. <laughs> All right, now we'll go to Dennis. Dennis, what do you say? I'd say for me, it's like a five. Mm. Like it's okay. It doesn't offend me too much. It doesn't yeah. offend me too much. It's just kind of there. Yeah, I'm going to agree. It's a five. I'm going to say, I'm just to be a dick. I'm going to say five and a half. 
and just be a dick. I'm going to say six. God damn it. So it's a good thing we didn't say it was like a six because this episode would have got up to a seven. And we're like, wow, that's that's undeserved. Maybe you guys would have gone the other way if I started this. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> but I mean, it's just an episode, but it's a good it's a good kind of filler episode. Yeah. You know? And after what just happened, it's kind of a nice little, uh, I guess, decompression episode. But it's not completely, I guess, devoid of consequence. Because exactly. now, you know, this will come up again where, like, Julian, you know, people will talk about Julian being all medically enhanced and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and I, I, I thought that came up in a different way. Like, I know, like, Section 31 shows up eventually. Yeah. DS9, and I mm. thought they were involved with, like, his secret or something. No, but I think they pro- they're probably going to want him because of Sense yeah. Secret at this point. Yeah, but and I thought I mean, that was the episode where it kind of got revealed. Nah. But I guess I was wrong. And, um, and I mean, and, you know, it makes, it gives Julian a little more... I guess depth, but I don't really even think Julian needs a lot of depth at this point. He's a good character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, and I think do something like this at this point of the series, they have to be setting something up. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. some kind of payoff for this, and so that's that's a good thing. I mean, dude, it's uh-huh. written by Ronald D. Moore, so I mean, it's not like it's not like they're just gonna go. Well, you know what? I want to make Julian fucking genetically enhanced. Why? I don't know. We got nothing else going on. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. And knowing the history of this show, of course, there's something else is gonna happen. I mean, they built on the throwaway line that she thought Rom was cute. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they're gonna keep building on everything. That's just how this show yeah. works. And that's one of the great things about DS9 versus like TNG, where they might have thrown that out and then you never hear from it again. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's completely inconsequential. And then you'd see Lita like dating somebody else. Riker would be smashing it and he'd be like, <laughs> and then <laughs> that would just be it. You're just like, oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there you go, everybody. Well said. All right. I think that's a good place to end. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week and uh, thanks. Bye. I don't understand.